0: G'day team, producer Jono here, uh, just wanted to let you know that last week we had a little bit of a glitch in the matrix with the episode, um, but I saved a little bit of what we had recorded and wanted to tack it on to the start of this week, uh, just so we didn't miss it, and that's a question we had from a listener, which is very exciting, and the girls will address that at the start of this episode before we get into IVF and just fair warning on IVF it's a long one so we've broken it down into two episodes uh, IVF part one and part two enjoy
1: we have a oh, quick question from one of our listeners a quick question from a listener yes boom well we've turned it into one anyway, <laughs> which is very exciting so we got this on twitter we tweeted we tweeted we got tweeted we got tweeted at is that what happens? I think so. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> sounds good enough. Um, but it's from @ashp_poke, and she said, I'm "Not a podcaster, just a fan." She's a fan. <laughs> 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 I'm surprised, um, but I would love to hear how you two have reduced waste and plastic when it comes to cleaning supplies, paper towels, throwaway sponges, sponges etc. Yeah,
0: yeah great quick question that is a great quick question and I am going to put a lot of this on Rachel because she's the cleaner of the two of us you know because she loves she loves to clean it's a hobby if I I came in today she was cleaning uh so
1: actually true I
0: haven't (laughs) haven't done any cleaning today Rachel's on her fifth round
1: I can't even argue this because it's pretty accurate.
0: <laughs> but she's also the, uh, what, do, what do I call you? You're also the um, more conscious of the two of us of low waste. Like, I'm getting there, but you've been doing this a lot longer than me. And you also, like, you also, like, pick up on things I don't even realize that I need to fix. <laughs>
1: that's so funny because I feel like such a beginner um, but anyway how are we going to answer this so first things paper, paper towels. towels I, I never had them. yeah I never had paper towels in my house the only thing I do struggle with is we use them at work quite a bit mm. like you can't get away from using them when you're like drying your hands or anything like that are your feet getting sweaty I'm so hot <laughs> I've got to take my slippers off <laughs>
0: Rachel's doing some multitasking here, taking her slippers and socks off while talking. Sorry, distracted me.
1: Yeah, yeah, the only time I use paper is the towels is at work when I don't really have a choice. Same. And I don't know how to eliminate that short of taking a towel with me, which I know I would forget to take and then wouldn't wash and it would be disgusting. And
0: yeah. Yeah. I doubt you would let it get disgusting. I would let it get disgusting.
1: I don't know. I'd probably leave it on the floor and be like, whose towel is that? <laughs> Yeah, so I haven't really, but on the topic of paper towels, they do have like those reusable rolls mm. that you can buy.
0: Yes.
1: Don't, haven't used them personally, but they're like cloth type towels and they're in a roll and you just chuck them in the washing machine once you've used them. So that could be an option worth looking at. Yeah,
0: especially, especially if you use a lot of paper towels. But yeah. I, I'm
1: saying I don't use
0: paper towels at home. We just use, like if we're, I don't know. Need a napkin? Like we're eating something particularly juicy. <laughs> I just use a tea towel and yeah. then throw it in the in the washing machine.
1: Yeah, just as easy.
0: Yeah, and then cleaning like with sponges and wipes and that sort of thing. What yeah. do
1: you use? So I don't know if you remember, but I brought these cloths because I um, earlier okay, in the year right. they're from a company called EcoVask. And they're meant to last, like, ages and ages. And I've just got a set of three, and I use one for cleaning, um, one for the... Uh, and then I've got two in rotation for, like, kitchen cloth. Mm-hmm. And they're really, really good, and I just chuck them in the wash over and over again, and they've been really good. Mm. I've had them maybe four... No, I've probably had them six months now. Yeah. Maybe longer, and i yeah, loving them.
0: Yeah, I'm on the rag buzz, yeah. rag buzz, <laughs> yeah. I'm on the rag, yeah. Ah, uh, buzz. The um, <laughs> the, what do I use? We just use like, like towels that aren't no longer useful for other things, and then I use the um biodegradable sponge. Uh, what are they called? You know those ones you can buy in um, the fruit shop that's sitting like next to the. <laughs> I don't know if Oh, yes.
1: Them. The spruce. Spruce. The spruce. I use the spruce ones. Cloths.
0: Yes. The spruce cloths. Yes. And uh, just chuck them in the compost and yep. get other ones. But a friend, her mum crochets Ooh. cloths and she sent me a cloth. So I'm just waiting for the spruce one to like... Give up. Give up. It's pretty much there. Um, And we are on to this one. And that one you can just chuck in the wash and...
1: That is do. so cool. That yeah. is so cool.
0: Yeah. And it's just like a crocheted, like, uh, I don't even know what it's made out of. It is, it is
1: like, it's not a wool. It's like a. It's like a yarn. Like yeah. A cotton yarn. Yeah, yeah, a that's a yarn. Right closer. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah, really cool. That's awesome. It was
0: really cool when I got that. I, she just like, sent me down one out of the blue with some bliss balls. I was very excited.
1: Oh, that's so nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Um, but I don't have the passion, on... Don't know how to crochet myself.
1: Mm, but but it I'm could sure be it's option. out
0: there in the internet.
1: Oh, obviously. Yeah. yeah.
0: But that was really exciting when I got that on them.
1: That is.
0: And then, like, products-wise, do you buy many cleaning products? Do you... I don't
1: buy any cleaning products. I just buy all the stuff at the bulk bins, like baking soda and salt and vinegar, and make stuff. And then I just store them in jars that I've got left over from stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I am a bit of both. I'm halfway don't, in between. Like, know. I, what I do is I refill things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. D- like, the dishwashing liquid I refill. Oh, yes. I do refill liquid dishwashing liquid. Bottle and toilet cleaner. I just refill the bottle. And shower cleaner, I use uh, one of the recipes from Lotox Life. Yes. And... What else do I use? Oh, kitchen multi-purpose spray. I use vinegar, water, and uh, tea tree oil. And yeah, I haven't cleaned the oven since my disastrous oven cleaning situation. And my oven's disgusting,
1: but I don't care. My oven's <laughs> a mess too. Every time we go to use it, we're like, we should clean this. Yeah. but we want to do other things with our time.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much.
1: Yeah. So that's
0: um cleaning product's probably where I'm doing the best of yeah, low-waste yeah. life.
1: If you're looking for some recipes and stuff to like cut down on products, I know um question wasn't exactly around products, but mm. that Low tox Life by Alex Stewart is a really great book and it's got really good recipes in it. And I think they're even on her blog. Yeah. So you don't even have to buy the book. Um, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Great quick question.
0: Great quick question. Ladies and gentlemen, welcoming back to your air holes, your hosts for the Basically Being Better podcast, Rachel and Abby.
1: Hey everyone and welcome back to Basically Being Better, I'm Rachel.
0: And I'm Abby,
1: And tonight we have a special guest! Yeah!
0: We just like, peaked it.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That was a good soundboard, yeah. Anyway, tonight we have a special guest, Caitlin.
2: Welcome. Hi. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Anytime.
1: Um, and tonight we're going to be talking about IVF. Yeah. Yeah. It's like,
0: like yeah, that's why I'm here.
1: <laughs> why else did you invite me? Um. Yeah. So that's what we're going to be doing.
0: Yeah. So are we were just going to just, just jam straight into it? Well, why jam not? Why I not? I'm jam straight into it in my life. <laughs> oh my god, I'm feeling really like... I don't have a book with me and it's just... Throwing you off? It's throwing me off.
1: You need your book for security. <laughs> security. Okay, alright, should we go? Yeah, okay, so... Well, we've already talked about this, but obviously Abby and I don't know anything. Yeah. And so we thought we could learn something and help our listeners learn a little something sure yeah, we'll go yeah. so you've you've had i been through
2: ivf yes i've done two rounds of ivf and you got a
0: a baby
2: yes. from the ivf i now have a six-month-old baby boy from from ivf yes from my second round right okay
0: uh so what is ivf
2: um ivf <laughs> is in vitro fertilization um, basically what they do is they take the eggs from your body, they mix it with the sperm in a petri dish, they create embryos, and then the embryos are then transferred back into the uterus, where they might take and turn into a pregnancy.
1: Okay. Okay. So, I, I know we haven't even talked about it yet, but I've got a question. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is going to be all over the show. It's fine.
1: Okay. So... I, I don't think we've had this conversation before, but Abby and I are really into periods. Yes, like I've
0: like, heard. Like, okay, okay. I
1: thought it may have came up, but I not sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it sure. did, yeah. Okay, so we're really into periods Gosh, and like the whole period. menstrual cycle and all of that. Yeah. Well, my question is when the embryo is implanted, is that timed with yes. your normal Oh, Yes, it is. around ovulation? Um,
2: So it They've got two different ways that they can do embryo transfers. They can either do an embryo transfer based on your, like, natural cycle, which is great if you have a regular cycle. I don't. Oh. Um, mine's super irregular. It can go- be anywhere between, like, 28 days and, like, 72. Oh, right. So we never know when my period's going to come. It just kind of goes, hi, I'm here now. Yep. And we go, cool, thanks for letting us know. <laughs> yeah. Super, super awkward for trying to get pregnant. Yeah. Because you can't, like... You don't have the monthly, so it makes it very hard. Yeah. Um, so with me they did a menu what's called a manufactured cycle. Okay. Oh. So basically they give you hormones. Kind of like when you're on the pill. And so you're on the pill and you can choose not to bleed if you just keep taking them. Kinda of like that, but like slightly different, where yeah. they just make your hormones work in a way that they want you to be so that your like lining gets as thick as they possibly can. Yep, so it before the they yeah, before they transfer, because okay. they want the lining to be really, really thick. Yeah. How they kind of explained it to me, and this is kind of mm-hmm. gross. You see, it's kind of like a sandwich. Your uterus is kind of like the bread of your sandwich, and the lining is like the jam, and you want it to be nice and jammy so that there's stuff for it to stick to. Oh, kind of okay. gross analogy, but it kind of makes, it more makes sense. it makes sense.
1: It does make sense. Oh, okay.
0: this it, it makes so much sense because obviously with an irregular period. You're not going to know when your lining is like at its optimal. No. When it's thick and ready
2: to go. So they do scans as well. So okay. you have, um, they do transvaginal scans um, to basically check it and they do that every two Trans- or three
0: transvaginal days. Transvaginal scans? Up. So they go
2: up there and have a look. They go up and have a look. Fun. When most of IVF is done up
0: so you got real used yeah, to yeah. Being like
2: have a look. I could legit be like mine, there with no pants <laughs> on and they could like walk a marching band through and would be like, what's up guys? <laughs> like, oh, oh my gosh.
0: gosh. See, I've got my smear coming up and I'm really like putting
2: it off. <laughs> oh, it makes smear tests so easy. Makes being pregnant so easy because they're like, we just need to like get another person in and I'm like, I don't care.
1: Bring yeah. in your are Like just, let's
2: just do this. Like, everybody <laughs> can see it. <laughs>
1: Bring in the waiting room. It
2: also makes having a baby easy because there's lots of people involved in like having a baby and you're not wearing very much. I, think <laughs> I had my baby in a bra. That was it. Right. So <laughs> it's like
1: it's like such guys. But no modesty. <laughs> no,
2: modesty. <laughs> no modesty at all. You're this like nothing. Oh,
0: okay. So it's like a little camera or something that they
2: Um it's an ultrasound wand.
0: Right.
1: Okay. okay. Yeah.
2: Okay. And it yeah, it just they it kind of looks this can sound really stupid, but like kind of like a dildo type thing that they right. that has a camera and they just up it goes and it they off. have it wiggle around.
0: How long is it?
2: <laughs> About that long? It's I don't know. I, I don't know that that's. I long don't
0: know. Like. Did Is see good? Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> well, we know this. Like... Like... <laughs> <the beginning. laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like that long, that's not long enough for me. 30 centimetres? Okay, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe long enough. It's like halfway up my body, but yeah. Touching
2: your lungs. <laughs> I Ooh. think it's supposed to be that long because they look at like, because I have polycystic ovaries, so I have right. to have them, I have them yearly anyway to check oh. on the cysts in my ovaries. Um, So it has to be able to like get feel, they're like freely like, jabby around. with them at times. Whoa,
0: so they like go up. Yeah. Like do they go? So, but like your cervix is okay. Anatomy of a of a female yes. uh, woman uh, reproductive system <laughs> is that they've got you've got like your vagina, yeah, where all the fun stuff happens, and then you get to the like the cervix, and it's like a super like, yeah small hole that opens and closes throughout your cycle, and then you've got your cervical creeps and stuff, and then you got your uterus. Mm. And then your ovaries. Hmm. Your tubes and your ovaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've got little hand movements, that, with the tubes. Um, <laughs> the fallopian so tubes. So <laughs>
2: where does this want to go? I'm under the impression they take it right up to the cervix, and yeah. then they kind of... you know around. how the vagina's very, like, elastic? Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, under yeah. the impression they use that elasticity. <gasps> oh, but geez. it gets, like, sideways and, like, jabby. Oh, yeah. Is
1: that painful? Um, it's not
2: comfortable. Okay. But it's okay. not, like painful painful
1: kind of like a smear not painful but uncomfortable yeah but on a bigger scale obviously slightly bigger
2: They do move oh, the wand. <laughs> um. Uh, what's that diameter? Maybe like. All right. Okay. Two centimeters, maybe three centimeters. Yep. Yeah. Not oh. like massive. No, no. But it's not like you know when
0: you do a smear. It's just like a, a swab. A swab. Yeah. No. It's it's way bigger than a, it's, the, yeah, a swab. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a lot bigger than that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. Wow. So that's that's where they start off. That they do that to figure out how
1: jammy
2: you're. Basically, yeah. Before they do an embryo transfer. Okay,
1: that's that's really interesting. Oh man,
2: (laughs) my mind's already blowing.
1: I know, (laughs) guys. We're ten minutes in (laughs) and we're done. Okay, okay. So I know I've jumped ahead in the process, like right to the end. (laughs) Yeah. Should we we take it back a little bit? How does How does the whole process start?
2: In terms of being diagnosed with infertility or in terms of starting IVF? Yeah, well, let's take
1: it back to, like... Mm. Diagnosis. 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 Yeah, like,
2: what meant that
0: you needed to get IVF instead of, you know... Uh, obviously, uh, obviously you got a regular psychosis, yeah. but what sort of um, ticked that box?
2: So, basically, what happened was my husband, Matt, and I had been married all four years. I think we've been married six and a half now, so I think it was three or four years. And we kind of decided it might be time to start thinking about maybe having a baby. And we were trying and we tried for about six months to a year and nothing had happened. We were like, oh, we're not really old. Like, I think I was 23 or 24 at the time. And sort of like, there's no reason this shouldn't be working yeah. when it's not like we're that old. Um, <laughs> And so I kind of went to the doctors and I was like, this is weird and I'm not getting my period. And it's been, I think at that point it had been like 95 days since I'd had wow, a period. Right. Which is very like a mind trippy when you're trying to have a baby because you kind of keep going, Just I'm not know. having a period. Maybe yeah. I'm pregnant and yeah. you're not. Yeah. And so that's a, that's a real down yeah. because you're constantly like building it up. Um, And so I went and she's like, oh, it sounds like it could be ovaries. We'll send you for a scan. Um, And so I had a scan done. I feel like it was the October holidays, and it was real awkward, because Matt's parents were up. And they were all at the mall down the road, and I went to have my scan, and I knew something was wrong, because one ovary looked completely different to the other. Really? Could you
0: see what was happening? So I could see on the
2: screen, and so in one ovary, there was just one sort of big white, it looked like a bubble, basically. Mm -hmm. And then in the other ovary, it looked like it had like a string of pearls around the outside of it. So that I'm polycystic on one side, and then I have a dermoid cyst on the other. What's a dermoid cyst? So a dermoid cyst is a cyst that contains like, um, it's like benign, so it's not cancerous. Yeah. Um, It can contain like, you know how sometimes they say people have got like, the twin that they Yes. It's yes. that's what a dermoid cyst starts out as. So it could have like teeth or hair or whatever. It's just extra cells that got like ripped Right, mixed Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so they went to the wrong place. Yeah, so I All have right. a dermoid cyst on oh my god, I can never remember which side it is. On one side. I'm pretty sure it's on the left side and then Does, the right side's polycystic or it's the other way around. Does yeah. that affect your cycle as well or is um, that like a separate I think it's a separate thing. I don't know if it affects it, but they they watch it very very closely because right. it it's, it continues to get bigger, and then after I got pregnant, it shrunk, and so oh. it's kind of like goes all over the place. So they keep an eye on it because it ups my risk of one of my ovaries having a torsion, which means my ovary flips, oh. which is not good for you. That does, not that yeah. I really does need it, them. Like, twist up the fallopian tubes. Um, it apparently it just really really hurts oh okay um, so avoid that yeah, let's, yeah yeah let's not do that <laughs> um so yeah so I went and had the scan and I could tell something was not right and that was kind of awkward because then I have to go back to the wall where like my in-laws are with my husband and like try yeah. not to try to act like normal and not like cry when it was kind of sucky um so we did that and then went back to the doctor's, and she's like Wait, yeah hold,
0: hold on a moment. just to uh, clarify sorry I'm gonna do this throughout the story um
2: to do to check the ovaries, they did that the transvaginal scan. Right, yes. they did the one um, So you have both. They do an over the stomach, um, which is really uncomfortable because you have to have full bladder for that, oh. which sucks. Yeah. So you drink a liter of water. You pee, but basically an hour and a half before You drink a liter of water and then you go in full. And they were running like half an hour late for me, so I'm like sitting there like busting to pee. Um, so they do that full bladder and then they tell you go empty, and so you have to empty everything out and then they do the up one they don't try and do the out while you're full bladder because that would oh, suck that would, yeah, no, it's
0: no, not a smart idea no, no. <laughs> um, so they <laughs> oh, okay. yeah let's push on that so yeah they yeah it's, a, right. it's both okay. it's both okay cool cool cool, cool. yeah thank
2: you Carry so on. after that we went back to the doctors i got diagnosed but in order to and she's like we'll refer you for fertility services all of that jazz but in order to do that my husband also had to do a sperm sample Right. Which is awkward as well, because you do it at home, and then you have to drive it somewhere, and you have to drop it off within an hour, because, and it has to stay warm, so you have to, like, transfer it, and you put it in your bra, oh. so that it stays warm against you, or, like, in a pocket. I just put it in my bra, because that was a good place to put it. Yeah. <laughs> um, But he, like, mucked up the first one, which sounds weird, but it's like a tiny little you mist. <laughs> didn't really go
0: in properly, and it just went really badly. <laughs>
2: Oh no Um, well
0: I wouldn't know the struggles, but I'm sure. Sure I can
1: understand. I can understand, yeah.
0: Like when you have to do a pea sample it's hard enough. Get it (laughs) everywhere. Yeah. (laughs) They give you bigger things now though, like those boat things with like a I haven't had to
1: for a while. So
0: Okay, I look forward to that. Anyway. (laughs) Lost running it, does that matter? Oh, that was my bad, because I bumped the thing. Nah, as long well okay. as
2: you've got one, and cool. you can hear something. Yeah, no, I can. Cool. Um, so, yeah, he marked up the first one, which is kind of a bummer, because you have to abstain from any sexual activity for three days before. Ah. Uh, so you can't nah. do anything. So he can't do anything, we can't do anything, nothing. Yeah. Three days. And so he mucked it up, so then he has to do another one. Oh. Um, and it was right before he was supposed to be going overseas for a five-month deployment. Oh, no. So that was sucky. <laughs> No. I think we did it like the like two weeks before he was supposed to leave but then he didn't end up leaving on time that's fully another story <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um but yeah so he did that and he marked up the first one so then he did the second one which didn't really go much better um and then he went away and we got referred to fertility and that was that was it and we got called and said we could have an appointment and so this was October November-ish 2017 Okay. I think mm-hmm. um and he went away on deployment for five months so he was away November December January February I think he came back in March ish so I had an appointment in February that's when I got my first appointment so it took from October to February to get even just an appointment oh, to see wow. a doctor wow um so I went in and talked to them and sat down with them and they basically said, you're not the problem, it's your husband. <gasps> really? Um, which is <laughs> the worst thing in the world to have to tell someone over the phone when yeah. they're overseas. Um, to have to be like, hey, you know how we thought it was my me and I was the problem because of my yeah, polysacrobras, That's not, on. it's your swimmers, don't work. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. Got it. So Matt has something, they call it, it's like oligospermia. Basically, he has a really low sperm count, so like, I think... The way they said it to me, and I don't know if this is correct, but like normal sperm counts say like nine million. Matt has like two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like it's it's quite different. It's really not enough. (laughs) Um, and on top of that, they don't swim well. Oh, so they. We make jokes that they roll. (laughs) Roll rather than swim. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. That was kinda of awkward to yeah. have to be like over the phone yeah. to be so like hey he was
0: still on deployment. Yeah,
2: he was in Dubai. Oh. Um so he was gone. He wasn't coming back for another like month. Oh That's um, awful. so it was really it was a really sucky conversation to be like, Hey, um mm. your swimmers don't work. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Oh, no. Um we'll deal with it when you're back. Yeah, yeah. 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 Don't worry about it. <laughs> Um. <laughs> Can't do anything right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he came back, and we had another appointment about a week or so after he came back, and they asked him to do another sperm sample. And we'd hoped because while he was away, he wasn't allowed to drink at all, and mm. so that can have an effect. And so we'd hoped that six months of five, six months of not drinking would make didn't make a difference. So that was kind of mm. like eh. never mm. mind. Yeah. It is what it is. Mm. Um, and so basically, the doctor said to us, "You've got a one less than a one percent chance of conceiving naturally."
0: Wow, so you really had
2: just not yep. a lot of... Um, and then he said we could try artificial insemination, but that had a less than sort of 10% chance. So what's
0: artificial insemination? So that
2: that's basically where they time your ovulation and then they inject basically the sperm back up into you. So Uh, for sperm that aren't great swimmers, they just basically like shove it back (laughs) at you. You're basically like (laughs) (laughs) they don't have to swim. (laughs) When yeah. When they know there are eggs there. Um, but that didn't have a great chance for us. We tried something for a little while while we were on the wait list called managed ovulation where they give you a whole bunch of drugs to make you ovulate more than one egg at a time. Oh. But that only had a less than five percent chance of working. And was like $400 a month
1: Whoa. to do.
2: Did you have to pay for that or was that funded? We had to pay for that. So we only ended up doing one round of that. Um, so with the
0: funding, sorry. You know, the there. Uh So... When you get referred to the fertility services people, yeah. do you just start paying them money
2: or is there like a scheme
0: for... Um,
2: so, big when you get referred from a doctor, the first appointment's free. Oh, right. Um, and then based on your level of infertility, there's a points system. So, if you reach a points threshold, you are publicly funded. So, we right. didn't pay a single thing. Okay. So, your first appointment was the one
0: where they were like, right...
2: It's him, not you. Yeah, yeah. Um. So basically, from what, in that appointment, he basically said to me, we've got enough points on your husband alone for you to qualify for public funding. Wow. Um, because there's nothing they can do to fix sperm. Mm, Sperma, yeah. sperm, they can't, they mm. can't give you drugs, there's nothing really that they can do. Sperma, sperm. Yeah, they just, they are what they are. Um, yeah. With female infertility, they can kind of do a little bit more, but sperm there's really nothing they can do they just either swim or they don't they're either there or they're not yeah yeah um so yeah we qualified for public funding which is great but managed ovulation isn't publicly funded it's not part of that yeah right okay um so we did one round of that it didn't work at all i got nothing um and it was like 400 bucks and i was getting scanned every two days and i'd have to drive all the way to south Auckland oh, before this work.
1: scan with the wand yes oh my every two days every two or three days Holy yeah cow.
2: to see how many follicles were growing and none of mine were and so they canceled my cycle but you still pay for it uh. um and so and then i went on to have like a 45 to like i think it's a 45 day cycle and so It just, it got completely screwed out. And then we decided to buy a house. So we were like, we've not got 400 bucks a month to just throw it. Something that might not work. Especially in Auckland. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and so we stayed on the waitlist. And when we got put on the waitlist in February, we were told it's normally 14 months in Auckland. Um, And so Matt was looking at being deployed again. And so I emailed them in October and was like, hey, could you maybe give me like a timeline of when it might be? Because my husband's going to be deployed. And so we can say like... Later in the year better, or earlier in the year better for him to be deployed, because mm. um, you to get the chance to defer an IVF round once, and then if you don't do it, basically they just bump you to the back of the list, uh, which is like so another fourteen months. It yeah, yeah. if
0: you you have
2: to. Yeah. So I contacted them. It would have been end of October 2018, and I got an email back basically being like, "We can start you in December," and I was like, "Oh, awesome." Um. So I was on the started calling back and forth to set up an appointment and then they're like cool when's your period coming and I was like oh it's meant it's I was like oh it's just started and they're like cool we'll start on Thursday and I was like oh okay then cool <laughs> um, so my December cycle turned into a November cycle my November cycle turned into like I think it was the 31st of October we started yeah. um and yeah and so that was we that was how we got to doing IVF
1: yeah that is okay okay
2: that is an emotional role. Yeah. Yes.
1: Okay. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry.
0: What do you Absolutely
1: saying? shitty, shitty situation. But also, so good that you called to check this things because it brought everything forward oh, yeah, it for you did. guys. You,
2: I think it's probably like everything. The more you kind of keep going like, hi, I'm here. Yeah, I'm yeah, here. Yeah. I'm here. Can you talk to me? They kind of go, oh yeah, shut up. Just we'll just do it. Oh, shut that. up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop emailing me. Just, just sit down and shut up. <laughs>
0: That's...
1: Yeah, that's really good. Yeah,
2: that's really good. So yeah, and so that was yeah, we got started. So that Thursday we went and picked up all of our drugs, which, and they do like a lesson on like how to inject yourself and how it all wow, works. So they're like not just like taking a taking a pill; you're like injecting yourself. with yeah. stuff. Yeah, oh. so it's all injections. Where are you injecting yourself? You inject yourself in the stomach. So um, you can't how, you can't see it on the screen, where? but basically, um, there's sort of that like. But if below your belly button, above your mm. pubic bone, and it's you do them in there, and you try and alternate sides of your belly button, so you do, like, left side one day, right side, next side, whatever, Um, because, obviously, you're injecting. I think I ended up injecting for something like 14 or 15 days. Oh, dear.
0: Oh, dear. I don't know if I could inject myself. Well, Did you get used to it after a while? Yeah,
2: well, like... This, well, you were you okay with it in the start? Um, so, basically... You end up. I ended up on three different drugs. Okay. Um, so I've got them written down on my phone because I've actually got the notes written down what I'm taking. Um, so okay. they start you on the first one, and it's called Gonal F. Okay. And that one is just a follicle stimulator. Uh-huh. Um, and so you start on that, and I think you do that for about three days by itself. Um, and I started on a fairly low dose of that. I think I was on 150 IUI, which I don't know what IUI stands for, but that's what it was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so you start on that, and then they give you something called orgalutran, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, which is basically to stop you ovulating, because they want them to like stay there. They don't right. want you to like ovulate them too right. early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you take that, so that's the second injection. Um, and because I've got polycystic ovaries, I didn't respond very well. Oh. Um. So then I ended up on a second fol- follicle stimulator called Menopur. Okay. So that was the third injection. So I would do three injections a night. On <gasps> um, the same side. Same side. And you it's just like a- filling up the syringe, next syringe. Yeah. So <laughs> um, uh, gonal F is in like a pen. Okay. So um, you'd like click it to the dose, and then you'd. Good. So more like an EpiPen. Sort of more stuff. like an EpiPen type thing, and so you'd click that one. Or um, Orgalitran was in little glass, like, syringes, and so you do that. And then Menipure you had to, it was came in a little, you got a little bit of water thing, and, like, a little powder in a little vial. So you had to crack the water open, use a syringe with one needle to, like, draw it out, then inject it into the little one with the powder, shake it up, put a different, no, draw it back out, then take that needle off, put a different needle on for injecting, then... Pull it back out and then inject it. <sighs> and so, you, I would so no that up.
0: you had to go to uh, yeah, you just had just had to do an appointment <laughs> to learn how to do it. Yeah, and you
2: know, they make you like inject it into like a little practice like belly thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you do that, and so I think, like I said, I'm pretty sure it was like 12 or 13 days. Yeah. Might have been slightly more. Yeah. Um, where you're injecting sort of at least one to three times a night, and then. Towards the end they start doing scans um to see how many follicles you've got, to make sure they're growing. So I don't really remember my first round numbers, but like my second round I know I had I was growing really well on both sides. I ended up in Manipule both times. Um okay. mm-hmm. the that's one. the second follicle right, stimulator. Okay, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Um, so my second round I ended up on the highest amount of dosage of drugs they could give me. I ended up on 300 units. Wow. um, Which, from my research, uh, pretty much I can see that they don't give anything higher than that. Yeah. It was the most they get. Um, But first round, I had a lower number. I got, so you do the injections, um, they scan to see how many follicles you've got. And then when they're happy with how many follicles in the number, so they're looking for them to be about 15 to 18 millimetres in diameter before they'll right harvest yeah <laughs> <What's> <laughs> them. they call it an egg collection so I suppose it's ed a collection, collection.
1: Wow,
0: um they ha- yep. yeah I'm just so fascinated <laughs> like I've never heard about IVF at all like nobody talks nobody about it talk about nobody does really about funny. it it's really also I don't know how like because a lot of people when it hasn't worked feel it's hard yeah hard to talk about right yeah, yeah.
2: We've always tried to be really open about it, even when we were going through it, Mm -hmm. even when it hadn't worked, because it was really sucky for us to go and, like, talk to people and they'd be like, oh, yeah, we don't, we don't talk about it. Right. Or, like, we'd talk to people about our struggles conceiving and they'd be like, oh, you're still young, you've got heaps of time, and you're like, that's not what I'm talking about, though. I know I've got lots of time, I know that I'm only, like, 25 or whatever, that doesn't freaking help me feel crap about it when all my friends are having babies yeah. and they're just like popping them out and I'm like, yeah.
1: da, 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> nothing's happening. It doesn't make yeah. the situation any better. No. It is one of those things that no one talks about. Fertility in general yes. is one of those kind of taboo yeah. topics and unless you know, unless a you're going through it yourself or you know someone that's going through it, those conversations aren't had. Yeah. It's... It's kind of like how our menstrual cycle works. Yeah, exactly. Unless you're looking for the information, you don't find it, and it's infuriating.
2: No, but it's funny when you say like, "Oh yeah, we're doing we're doing fertility treatments, or we're infertile." How many people go? Oh yeah, I've got a cousin, or a friend, or this, or that, or I did it myself. It's amazing how when you say it, people go, "Oh yeah, no, I've done Mm -hmm. that or this." So I looked into it. One in four. Couples Mm. in New Zealand suffer from infertility. So that's a huge number. It is. But you don't really ever hear about it. No.
1: It's not until you start bringing bringing it up or having those conversations that people are like, oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh,
0: where were we? I don't know. Um, Oh, we're harvesting the eggs. Yes.
1: (laughs) Um, Collecting. (laughs) We're
0: collecting the eggs. I'm (laughs) picturing, like, Easter Bunny type, like...
2: Popping along, collecting pl- little bed, like, with a little basket. No, definitely not that <laughs> Nothing like that? No. Oh. Um, so, <laughs> basically, as I said, they're scanning the whole time. So once they're happy that the follicles are getting big enough, because they don't know how many eggs there, they know how many follicles are there. Right. So the follicles are like fluid-filled sacs that have eggs in them. Okay. So a follicle can have more than one egg in it? They can. um, And they're not always necessarily mature, depending on size. Okay. Um, so, when they're happy with that, they tell you to take a trigger injection, and that basically tells your body it's time to ovulate, and so it, it's that fin- gives, your body gives that final push to make sure the eggs are matured or the follicles mature. So, you do that two days before they collect, or f- 36 or something hours before. It's got to be timed pretty precisely. Yeah. So, they'll say, like, take it at 8pm or 9pm or wherever, based on when they've booked a new when egg collection. Appointment. Yeah. Yeah. So, egg collection... Do they at
0: least dress, like... Easter
2: Bunny? <laughs> no, they do not. Oh, you're, very, wow. you're very fixated on. Well, <laughs> the egg
1: collection thing—it's just
0: fascinating. <laughs> Carry on. Um,
2: so basically, egg collection—you go in, and they have like where my fertility place—they had like little rooms with like a special armchair for me, and my husband got a really crappy like normal chair. And I was like, sucks. You like, get the nice chair. and He's like, have fun with that. <laughs> um, and so on egg collection days, the same day they get the sperm sample. um so they take me to my little room and they like make me get undressed and put the gown on and take all my bits and pieces off because obviously you can't wear undies because that's where they're trying to go Mm. (laughs) Um, Yeah. and they take my husband down to this little room by himself and they say have fun bye try not to
0: miss this time pretty much oh do you give at
2: least a a larger vessel for I don't believe time. so but I think he got a little bit more accurate by that point it's like his fourth or fifth It got right, the hang right, of it. Right. Um, so I think you get the hang of it he said it's very awkward and there's lots of people because it's just a little room next just like where people are working so like you can hear other people no. and like people know what you're doing in there <laughs> and so he said it's very weird and there's like lots of porn provided because obviously you need something but he said oh, it's very no.
0: odd I don't even like doing like the urine samples when i in the bathroom at the you're toilet. You're like, I can't doctor. pee. So, yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. So he goes and does his bit, and I, I remember giving him cracks. He'd come back and be like, it was so hard. And I could hear people, and I was like, sweetheart, yours is not my <laughs> <laughs> like so sit down, shut up, you're fine. <laughs> um. Yeah, so then the embryologist comes in and talks to you, and they confirm your name, your date of birth, and blah, 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 because they need to make sure that they labeling Mm -hmm. all your embryos right all your eggs right because if they get the wrong person that's shitty you
1: don't want to Jane the Virgin situation (laughs) no you don't
2: um so they do that and then they talk to you about it and that's all good and then your doctor comes in and they put in a central line in your arm um and then basically you walk down to the little operating theatre thing um and that's where it goes from like 0 to 100 real quick yeah um basically like they put you up on this table they put little booties on your feet and they put the thing on your hair cannula in your nose. A wash in your nose? You know, the little breathing thing? Oh, yep, yep. I'm with you. Um, They're, like, injecting stuff in your arm. So there's, like, three or four people in the room. So, like, the doctor's injecting stuff in my arm. I've got nurses, like, taking the bottom of the table off and, like, putting my feet up. I've got another nurse at my head who's putting, like, the oxygen thing on. I remember crying the first time because it was, like, holy shit. Yeah. Um, It was, like, so intense. Um, And my husband's sort of sitting next to me. Oh, so he's, he's there. there. He's there with me. I'm holding his hand. And they give you... It's kind of like when you have your wisdom teeth out and you're, like, there but you're not there. Oh, like the day director. So that, yeah, basically. And so, like, you're not asleep but you're not, like, fully with it. Yeah. Um, and they don't give you any pain meds. Before you go in, you're not allowed to eat the night before, like, most surgeries. And they tell you to take, a pan, like, two Panadols with the tiniest bit of water before you get there. Yeah. That's basically all the pain relief that you have. <sighs> Um, and then they,
1: can that be cord pain
2: relief? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and so basically, you're pretty much naked from, like, the boobs down, Mm. um, because they have an ultrasound in your stomach, so that they can kind of see, and then they they use a needle, so it goes up the vagina, (gasps) and then it goes through the wall of the vagina, or yeah. It either goes through the wall of the vaginal, through the wall of the uterus, and then into the ovary where they collect basically all the liquid out of all the follicles they can see. They'll just like suck it all out. Yeah. <laughs> um and then they go on to the other side and then, um and I remember I don't remember very much of it at all. Like I said, it's fairly like fuzzy. And then they're finished and they chuck your undies back on for you and yeah, uh, they walk you back down and you sit down and you have tea and toast and they don't let you leave until you pee. Oh. Okay. Um and so you you have to do all of that, and then they just send you home and tell you to take it easy and take the Panadol if you're feeling a bit sore. And that was just to get your eggs? That was just to get the eggs. Wow. Um So my first time, they got 11 eggs. My second time, they got 26.
0: So when they get the eggs, they obviously... Uh, do they use all of them that round? Yes. Like, just then with the sperm that...
2: Yeah. You know, so like they're, like they're that. all used. So like I said, I got 11 the first round, my second round, I got twenty six. Um, oh, it's so work. yeah. So <laughs> it it was slightly different. My first round, from my second round. Like I said, they gave me more drugs in the second round, so my body reacted really well. So I, mm. like I said, I got so many eggs. That meant that they couldn't trigger me with the same thing they triggered in my first round. Oh. They had to use a synthetic trigger because they were worried that I get ovarian hyperstimulation. Oh. Just basically where the cavity left by all the eggs that are taken out gets filled up with liquid and that's very sore and you can end up in hospital. Oh, It's quite dangerous. Yeah. So they really don't want that happening. Uh-huh. Um. So And the, it gets triggered by human growth hormone, which is what babies, when they're implanted, start producing yeah. because that's what they need to grow, basically. Um. So they give you a fake form of it so that it doesn't trigger your body. But it also meant that I couldn't transfer straight away from my... Second cycle. So all of my embryos had to be frozen the second time, whereas oh. the first time I had a fresh transfer.
1: Okay, so how okay, the eggs are harvested, when is the tra- when does the transfer happen?
2: So the eggs get harvested and then that day is <clears throat> when they mix them up with the sperm. Um because we because Matt's sperm don't swim, they we use something called um XE. I don't know what it stands for. Basically, what they do is they find the strongest looking... They wash them. Oh, so They yeah. take them clean and, like, them. wash them in the special stuff to make them, I don't know, clean. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they look on the microscope and they find the strongest ones and they cut their tails off. And then they put it in a little injection thing and they inject them straight into the eggs so they don't swim at all. Yeah. they would like, we know you don't it's swim straight well. In there. They just inject them straight in. They're like... We know you suck. <laughs> you yeah, know. There's no like, we'll get We'll do lost. the job for you. <laughs> Basically. So yeah, they, they cut their tails off because they don't need them. And yeah. then they just inject them straight into the mature eggs. So yeah, they do that. So the first time I got 11 eggs, of the 11, 8 were mature. Because they can't do XE on non-mature eggs. If you're not using it, they just use, they'll put the immature eggs in with the sperm and you get what you get. Mm-hmm. Right. But XE they can't because they're not big enough. So they do that. And then they basically put them in a I don't know, incubator, somewhere warm. <laughs> and they leave them for three to five days. So okay. they check them day three and they check them day five. So all going to plan, you have a day five transfer. Right. If you have very few embryos or it looks like they're all gonna die, they'll put them in at day three. Oh. Because they'll like would prefer to put something in then nothing. And then give it a shot. I've never had a day three embryo, all of mine have been day fives. Right. So the first time 11 eggs, 8 mature, of the 8, 6 fertilized. Okay. From that we got 4 embryos that were growing, and from those 4 embryos we ended up with 2 viable.
0: Wow. How do they know if they're viable or not? They, they, just...
2: they, they keep multiplying the way that they want. Right, okay. Um, of the 2 viable, we had one freshly transferred, and the other one got frozen. Okay. On my second round, I got 26 eggs, 22 were mature. 21 fertilized, I got 18 embryos, and then of that, I had 14 viable. Wow.
1: Okay.
2: And all 14 got frozen.
0: Wow. So, it's such a difference that just the amount of drugs you take. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
2: But it was our last, we only get two publicly funded rounds, so we were like, if we're going to do it. This is the last chance. Go hard. Yeah. Basically yeah. go hard or go home. <clears throat> yeah. Do it hard. And it helps out just, it's sucky. Like you get super heavy because your ovaries are full of way more eggs than they're meant to be full of. Mm. Um and then my egg collection the second time hurt all way more because obviously they've taken like so much so more much. Out and then they've left mm. a bigger space. Um to the point where they ended up giving me codeine afterwards because I was really unhappy. Oh. Um, yeah, and then that leaves you with a whole bunch of other issues. Yeah. Really. Yeah, so days afterwards suck.
1: Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah, and so, yeah. But, okay, so the second time you did it, you had, um, uh, you said they got frozen instead of a fresh... Yeah,
2: 14 frozen. So
1: how long did you have to wait after the collection?
2: I into... believe after my <clears throat> collection, they put me on a drug to stop ovarian hyperstimulation. Mm-hmm. But it makes you real sick. Oh. Like, really funny tummy just... Really feeling awful. Um, on top of the fact you've already had like I don't react very well to the anaesthetic they use, so my tummy gets all like bloated and I get all like stuck up, and it just it is really not fun for me. Yeah. Um, so on top of that, you've got these other drugs that make you feel like nauseous and disgusting. Um, so I took those. I had my e collection it was a Thursday or Friday. I took them either Friday or Saturday until. The, like, Tuesday, and then they were like, yeah, if you were going to get it, you would have got it by now. You can stop. If you they're could. making you feel really shitty. So I was like, woo, no more drugs. <laughs> um, I think I had the Wednesday without drugs, and the Thursday I started taking the next lot of drugs to transfer. To start.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay, so still, there's it's not oh, that exhausted. much. Basically, <laughs> it's the
2: next <laughs> cycle. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. No, that makes sense.
1: Do
0: you get your period throughout any of this time? Um, I did last...
2: after egg collection. Um, if you're not transferring, yeah, yeah, it's not really a period. It's, it's like a, it's basically the drugs are gone, so your body's like, let's clear everything out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the trigger injection I had basically like wrecked my uterine lining, which is why they couldn't transfer anything fresh that time. Right, gotcha. Yeah.
1: Uh, interesting.
0: So yes. were they constantly checking to see what was happening with your uterine lining from
2: after the after,
0: after the injection? No.
2: No, they're like we're well, done with you, bye. Oh. Um, if you're having a transfer, they kind of keep an eye on it. If you're having a fresh transfer, but if you're not, they're just like have fun, see you later. Yeah, right. We'll see you when yeah. you come back. Um, so you just kind of leave. My fresh transfer was done five days after my first round, my first egg collection. Um, and that's always sucky as well because that's done with a full bladder. Oh. Uh. Um, <sighs>
1: What? Okay, sorry. Keep,
2: keep going. <laughs> Um so you have to have a full bladder because they it helps them see the uterus better. Ah, uh, okay. Um so is your bladder in front or behind you? Look, like, I don't even know about it. I'm under the impression it's behind. So it's pushing your so uterus pushing forward. it forward. I'm under that impression. Or it's in front and having it full makes it easy to see through. So I don't know. Really, yeah, I'm not really hundred percent sure. Yeah. I know that's all right,
0: you're not a doctor we will forgive you. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, so they, you have to have a full bladder and it, it's Like the worst, I I think the transfers have been my worst thing ever. Um, mainly because you're like full, so you've got to have a full bladder, and then you've got an ultrasound in your tummy so that they can see what's going on, and then they insert a catheter up your vagina into your uterus, um, and they you just get used to having stuff yeah. stuck up there, right? Yeah, you're just like, whatever. Jeez. At this point, you're just like, da-da-da-da. <laughs> like, stick whatever you want up there it'll be right. Oh, um, my gosh. Yeah, and so they, they insert a catheter up, and they load the embryo in with an ear bubble behind it because they can't see the embryo on a on an ultrasound. It's too small. So they put an ear bubble in behind it so they can see when it's cleared into the uterus. Um, and so they thread that up, and then they put the embryo through it, and then the embryologist takes it, takes basically the needle or whatever. They've had it loaded into a way to check that the embryo is actually gone. It's not <laughs> just like <to laughs> chilling in the thing. Um, but it's really, I remember my first time being really awful because I followed the instructions to like the letter. So I drank all the water and then they were 15 minutes behind. Mm-hmm. So I was really, really full. And then they're obviously like, you're up and like, so you've got full tummy and they're doing an ultrasound on your tummy. So they're pushing down mm-hmm. on you. And then there's a doctor, like, between your legs. And you're like, don't pee on him. Just <laughs> basically. don't pee on him. Please don't pee on him. Um, and then, so, like, just, and then, so he does the procedure, and then he's like, cool, we've just got to wait till it's clear. I'm like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, because I'm legit going to pee on you if you don't hurry up. Yeah. He must have been peed on at least once in his lifetime as someone hey, who does us. this. You'd Surely, think so. It's really uncomfortable. And then, basically, like, they, they leak you up, and you, like, yeah. you're like, bolt. You're <laughs> like, out! Where is the toilet? Yeah. So, you go in, yeah, and then... So, after that, you just go home. You and do you to do anything to... in particular? So, no, no. You just, you have to act like you're pregnant. So, okay. you, you eat like you're pregnant. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Not super hard. Um, No drinking, obviously. Yeah. And then, in, I think it's ten days later. Maybe. Mm, maybe slightly yeah. less. Um, you go for a blood test. Yeah. And they either go, yes, it's implanted or no, it hasn't. So, my first one, it didn't. Oh, okay. And it was a sucky, sucky day. Because mm. um, I was at school when I found out, and it was the same day that your grandfather died. Oh. So, grandpa died. Oh. We lost the embryo, and so I've got to tell Matt, we've lost the embryo when your grandfather's just died. And it was a really <laughs> oh, awful day. Oh, no. Um, so we just lost it, and then we're traveling to Bleedham for the funeral and all of that. So that was not an ideal situation. No. And we're on the phone while we're here trying to, like, organize the next one, and it was just a yeah. bit of a mess. Um, and you're a bit shell shocked afterwards because it's all very like.
0: Well, you've just been through what? How many like from start to finish, start to like finish. in there or not in there? Yeah, it's a month. That's,
2: that's a month. It's one month.
0: So you've been through all that in, in a, month. a month? Yeah,
2: it's it's so very lot. fast. <gasps> yeah. Um. There's yeah.
1: So much. I don't. Okay. I don't know how you could do, like, go to work and function as a human with all that
2: going on. Yeah, no. Like, you just kind of have to make it work. I know, I know. I know. And I know. You're
1: amazing. And I know <laughs> when things are, sh- like, are tough, you just do it because you've got no other option. Yeah. But, like, it's a lot.
2: Yeah, I think that day was the worst. And it was it was hard because I was sitting, because it was a school sports day. Like, it was our tabloid sports day or something. And yeah. so, like, I had, and I picked up. The phone when Matt had called me at work, because so I was like... Wait, you're is- a teacher, right? Yes.
1: <laughs> Sorry. You're like, <laughs> why not- are you in school? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> She's not at school just like... Okay. <laughs> I'm not, I'm still that. in high school.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm a teacher. Right. Um, and so Matt called me, and I was like, well, why are you calling me, you don't call me at school time, something must be really wrong. Because he'd called me at morning tea time, and be like, mum's called me and said that grandpop's not super well. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, let me know. And he called me, and he's like, yeah, grandpop died. And I was like, okay, shit, um what are you doing? He's like, I'm going home. I was like, okay, I'll go talk to my boss and we'll see what happens. And then I just hung up my phone I was walking back to the staff and my phone rang again. Oh. I didn't even look. I just assumed it was Matt calling me. So I answered the phone and it was fertility associates telling me that the embryo hadn't taken oh. and that we lost it. Um, And so I'm like sitting... Our staff room's got, like, this deck, and I'm, so I'm, like, sitting on the ground in this deck so the kids can't see me, and so no one in the staff room can see me. And I'm, like, fucking bawling my eyes yeah. out on the phone with them. And I hang out with them, call Matt, and I'm, like, still in tears. He's like, okay. And so then he calls my friend who works at my school and is like, Can you go find Caitlin? And so she comes and finds me and then goes and gets my team leader who comes and gets me. We go to the principal who and I'm like gonna walk through the staff room and I'm like, oh, obviously he yeah, yeah, is like, just
0: like distraught.
2: And so I've gotta explain it to him and he's he was so lovely about it. Um but so it was did they know that
0: you were going through
2: it? I told them that I was doing IVF. I told my team leader and my the other member of my team and I told my principal. Um, just because you need time off for things yeah. like egg collection You need the day off for that because you don't want to be going back to work after that. Um, And then they say to take two to five days off. Mine fell, I'm pretty sure, on a Thursday. So I had the collection Thursday. I had Friday off. Friday we flew to Blenheim. Again, we had a wedding. So we did the wedding on a Saturday and then I went back to work on the Monday and then I had my transfer on the Tuesday, which I had off as well. And then I was back at work on the Wednesday. Mm. So you sort of have to have time off. So it was easier just to be like, I'm Explain. doing this, rather yes. than be like, i am going to have this another day off. Now I've got to have another day yeah. off. Yeah. People, I'm sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: People are going to be way more understanding. Yeah. yeah.
2: So it was just easier just to be open and honest and be like, look, we're doing this. Yeah. I'll let you know. I'll try and give you as much notice as I possibly can of how much time off I need. But this is the way it is. Deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> um. And they were really lovely about it. They didn't even use any of my sick leave. I just got paid for all of it, which it was is really so lovely. Nice. Um. Yeah. It was so nice of him. So yeah, that was our first transfer. So that sucked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you poor soul. Um. And that would have been November. Yeah, yeah I right. remember because I was I had to sign all my reports right before I left on that day because the reports were going out that day and I needed to, like, sign them. Oh. Or they were going out the next day and, obviously, they needed me to sign like, them. Yeah, yeah. And so they're like, please sign your reports." And I'm like, oh, I guess so. <laughs> oh, and then he's like, we want to change this one. I'm like, just fucking do what you want. I'll just <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, i am like, fucking sign my signature. I'm like, I don't care. I will just sign whatever you want me to sign. So we <laughs> drove home. Matt's at home. He's upset, obviously. Yeah. I'm upset. It was not a great oh, day. The next no. day we fly to him funeral, blah. Blah blah, blah blah not fun so we decided not to transfer in december because one christmas just makes things awkward and two we just needed a mental break because it's yeah. so much just like jam-packed into everything so we did our next transfer in january of 2019 um and i transferred i feel like i transferred just before i started back teachers only dates for the 2019 school year and we found out first day of the year, first day of school year that it didn't take. Um, luckily I found out as I was driving home that day.
1: Not at school.
2: Not at school, so that was slightly better. So I was like on my way home when they called me. Um, and then they're like, do you want us to call your husband? I was like, no, I'm going home, it's fine. Mm. Um, and I got home and like, yeah, it was a bit of a mess. Yeah, it's, understandable. It's really hard because it's not like you've lost a pregnancy. So there was never a baby there. No. But there was the idea that it could be a baby. Yes. And that's a hard thing to kind of, like, get your head around. And I named my first two, which was not a smart idea. Oh. And they weren't real names. I, I think I called the first one blah blah. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> but there's still... It's, there's there's still a connection. And, like, yes. you,
2: you feel like something's there and I, I would talk to them and it was dumb. I shouldn't have talked to them because I knew that there was not a great chance yeah. that they'd hate.
1: But the other... Th- but I think, uh, yeah, sidetrack. The other thing with that, which is what I struggle to get my head around, is you want to be you want to be in a positive frame of mind. So you want to hope for the best. You mm. want, don't want to be negative, but then also you want to prepare for the worst. And what's the right thing to do? <laughs> yeah, no,
2: it's really really hard because you kind of in your head you have the. There's only, like, a 25% chance of every mm. embryo they put in is going to take. Wow.
0: So, it's not, like... It's huge. not a great
2: chance. And so, like, you kind of go in and you go... I The first one, I was like, it's going to work. I'm going to be pregnant. This is going to be great. And it didn't. And it was, like, I was crushed. The second one, I went in and I was like, oh... Cautiously optimistic. I'm sure this is going to work. We you know the first one failed, but the second one will be fine. And it didn't work. And I was not as crushed, but it was still really upset. Yeah. Um. So, and that was it. That was our whole cycle. That was a whole round. All of that that was paid for, done. Yeah. We only had one more round, and that was it. So, it was like... So, like...
0: like you'd, you'd be crushed as well, just because... And I have zero, I like, just speaking from listening to you, that... You've just been through so much to get to the point of just having the embryo embryo transplanted or whatever it's called, and then, oh, you just be gutted. I feel for you. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's
2: it's a really hard thing, and, like, you can't just take time off work because an embryo failed. No. It's like, it's people care, but they don't care that much. Yeah. it's um, so tough. Yeah, so we, that was our first round done, and so that was over by... F- Basically, the start of February was done.
1: Did you have to... Okay, so first round's done. You know you get another one funded. Yeah. Do you have to go back on a wait list? Yes, but oh, it's a shorter get, wait list for the oh, second shorter. round.
2: shorter. So okay. it wasn't like... So basically, that was... We were told we'd then get picked up again in April. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, my cycle didn't play the game. It hates me. <laughs> um, and so they told me they wanted to do things differently to my first round because I didn't react so well. They wanted to do a two-month cycle with me.
1: So to try and work more To try and
2: make my body work a little bit better. So basically the first month what they were going to do was give me a drug basically to put... The way they said it is like to make my ovaries basically go to sleep to like Um... hibernate for a bit so that when they started it was like... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so... All the energy. (laughs) But I had to wait until my period came for that to happen and it didn't come. And it didn't come and it didn't come. And And so then it, as we were getting like closer and like past April, I was like calling them and being like, what the hell's happening? And they were like, cool, go for this blood test. So I had, like, six blood tests, and they were like, "Um, basically they were like, if it's not where we want it to be, we're going to start a manufactured cycle. And then I went for the blood test, and they're like, no, 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 you're going to ovulate soon, so we can – and then so they're like, we're not going to do that. And so that was, like, very up and down again, because you're like, we're going to start. And then they're like, no, we're not. And you're like, oh, uh, okay, I'm going to wait more. <laughs> yeah. um, it's very, like, hurry up and wait. Yeah,
1: and that's so hard when you've got um, – PCOS because that's exactly what your body does. It starts and then it stops. It starts and then it stops. Yeah, yeah and
0: it ramps up and then it's like, just jokes.
2: Yeah. So <laughs> we'll
0: try again soon. Yeah.
2: So it was super frustrating. So we finally got to the point where we could start those drugs and we started that and then my period came again and so they call, you call them what's called day one. So you start bleeding, that's your day one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then you start taking meds two or three days later. So you start injections again, so we started doing that. Um, I've got the dates for this one written down. (laughs) Um, So I started injections for that on the 21st of June. So I was supposed to start in April. So I should have started stims in May. So I got pushed back basically a month by my body, which was sucky. Um, So I started going F on the 21st of June. And then they'd raised my dosage from the first time. So I already started on a higher dose the second time.
1: They're like, we're not mucking around. Basically, yours.
2: they were like, it didn't work. We had to put you on something else. We're going to start you on. So I was on 150. They started me on 225. Um, and so started that. Then the second, then I started my second drug on the 25th. So four days of just one injection. Then 25th, I started on second one. Um, da, 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 da. Yeah, I was right. So gone away for the stimulant and then, oh, is used to stop ovulation. I wrote uh. it down. <laughs> Um, so You're then are such a teacher. Like, <laughs> yeah. has like, notes with it, like, dated. <laughs> I love it. Um, and then I had a scan on the 27th. And so I had lots of, lots of follicles in both ovaries, but they were really small.
1: Oh.
2: Um, and so they then decided to put me on 75 IUI of Menopur, which topped me to 300. Uh, yeah. And so then that was three injections every night. With scans every two to three days. So that's from the 27th till the 30th I had another scan. So that's j- June, we're still in June, okay? Still in June. Right. Um, I had another scan and they showed lots of follicles still. Some were a large number, and, but not... I think they're around 11 or 12 millimetres and they want them to be at least 15. Okay.
0: 15 millimetres?
2: I mean, it's, it's not a lot, it's is. about a centimetre and a half. Yeah. That's still quite big yeah so (laughs) i had 12 on each side. so you think they're looking for 1.5 centimeters and there's 12 of them so that's a lot of like real estate in a space that's not normally very big it's tiny
0: yeah
2: um and so because isn't your ovary like meant to be like it's like tiny almond size yeah Yeah, it's not very big
0: an almond is barely like a centimeter and a half long i
1: know yeah yeah. so
2: it's a lot of it's a lot of stretching a lot of pressure yeah so it's not overly comfortable yeah Yeah, no it's feel you feel really heavy like yeah. super heavy, and I got to the point where I was like, I looked more pregnant at like doing IVF than I did when I was actually pregnant. Really? Mm. Yeah, I swear to God, I looked like the same that I did when I was like five, six months pregnant. Wow! Just because the how? Yeah. Well,
0: how many did you say you had? Is, is There's how many cycles? Uh,
2: twenty-four. 20, I ended up twenty-six eggs in total. They could see twenty-four on Whoa, my scan. And
0: they're all getting that long. And yeah. yeah, yeah, no wonder.
2: <laughs> and um, they're both ovaries. Both ovaries. Yeah. So, um, I was supposed, I went for a scan the 2nd of July, and yeah, it said they had at least 12 large follicles on each side, um, and that was when I was told that I was a superstar, in the (laughs) words, um, and so that I wouldn't have a fresh transfer because they were going to trigger me something different, and that really sucks, because you're like, the whole point of doing this is to get pregnant, and I can't get pregnant this round. And you understand it, but in your head you're like... This is another wasted month. Yes, so you had to wait a month. Had to wait, yeah, basically. Um, so do 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 do. So Tuesday, I went in, then I triggered on Wednesday to collect on Friday, and I'm pretty sure I'd already taken the Thursday Friday off which was already a pain because it was student conferences and I was missing the second day of conferences. Oh. So I had to do, like, a whole two days of conferences on the Wednesday. Yeah. That was fine. What <laughs> else? Mm-hmm. Um, So I had Thursday off and I just kind of chilled and, like, I think I got my hair done and, like, got my nails done and I had a bit of, a, like, pamper day and made myself feel a little bit better before yeah. I did, like, this thing again.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that kind of collection. You knew what you we were in for the next time. So yeah. you're like,
2: mm-hmm. oh,
0: jeez, the air collection sounds like, like, quite a mental it is
2: yeah thing. like cuz you're hoping for lots but you feel really shitty like it got to mm. the point where I couldn't like laugh or like do anything because my whole like abdomen would just like jolt and it just hurt, it hurt. <gasps> um but it was what it was <laughs> um so 5th of July was a Friday and I had my e collection um da 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 um yep i basically explained that already. Yeah, I've got it all written down. So, yeah, you take your room, cannula, remove the bottom of half the table, confirm name. Um, yeah, and then they just put you asleep, sleep, and it's really, really quick. Uh, and they use an ultrasound and a needle to collect all the fluid, and yeah, they get eggs.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, all up, it takes, like, 10 to 20 minutes.
1: Okay, so it's not long.
2: No, it's not a very long procedure Okay,
1: okay. And then you had to wait so then yeah for that for the for the transfer
2: yeah so i don't have the exact dates anymore because i did this um oh there we go so i had the thursday was my first drug free day so i took drugs so i had my collection on friday i took drugs friday saturday sunday monday tuesday Wednesday, Thursday, I didn't have any and drugs. are all
0: these drugs inserted in... Um, no, no, no. So, the where? drugs
2: after e collection are, like, oral. Okay. So, okay. that was not so bad. That's a good break. Um, and then, so... I don't know
0: where I was going to say
2: inserted to, but...
0: <laughs> oral, into the mouth, good. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> not where all the wands have been
2: going. Not where all the wands have been going. <laughs> there are drugs that go there, but so they are a little bit later. Oh, really? Uh, yeah.
0: Oh, my jeez.
2: Um, so, Friday, I got my period, and then I started progesterone and estrogen, so estrogen and tablets, progesterone are pessaries, oh. and pessaries are pills that are put up your vagina, mm. and they're, like, little waxy balls, and you put them as far up as you can get them, basically, and they, like, dissolve, and you end up with, like, this waxy stuff coming out. It sucks. It's really gross. It sounds and messy. you're like, well, what is
1: that? Yeah, basically, it's oh. not super fun. You have to wow. wear, like,
2: a liner, basically, constantly. Yeah, yeah. otherwise
1: um, you ruin all your underwear. <laughs> yes.
2: So, I started that, that was July 12th, and then I went to Melbourne. For like three days with my family, and that was awkward as well because it was my mom and my sister, and they kind of knew what was going on, but and I had to time my drugs because they had to be taken at a set like times. So, and, so you
0: you're like running off to the bathroom to basically visit your little yeah, wet schools.
2: Yeah. Oh my. Um, and it's kind of awkward because like you've got to go through customs with them, and like people are like, "What are these?" And yeah. you're like, "The pills I stick up my vagina." <laughs> 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 Let's show everyone. <laughs> Let's talk about this. (laughs) And then I I had to go back to school, and so I'm still doing them at school time, and so I've got my, like, drugs. I used to have them in a little, like, tiny little coin purse thing, and I used to carry them around, and it said something along, it had something along the lines of, like, it says something like cupcakes, and someone's like, what is that? And I was like, it's my drugs. And they're (laughs) like what? And I was like, I'm doing IVF. These are my drugs. <laughs> and people get real awkward about it. and Because I, really? I just like sit them on the table next to my lunch because why would I put them away? They're just pills in a little yeah. like containers. There's yeah. nothing offensive. There's not like, they don't say like if you or like yeah. sex no. or anything no. on them. <laughs> it's just a little sex drugs. It's just this little, sex sex little... Drugs. <laughs> just this little like This is going up my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's just this little like thing of drugs and so people would get real awkward and be like, oh, um, sorry, I didn't mean to like make you feel uncomfortable. I'm like, I'm no. not, i you seem uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> do you need to talk about this? <laughs> I'm like, this is my life. Just it is what it is. Wow. So, how many days of that did you have to do? Um. So was it until the transfer. That was the twelfth of July, and my embryo transfer got booked for the first of August. So you had to do it right up until right the transfer. whole way. Okay. So, gosh, you, you like, get really used
0: to it, I guess, after a while.
2: Yep. Um. So then, August first comes, and they transfer my little embryo, my little embryo. Um, and so, this is where I got sick of writing it down, so now it's in bullet points. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make this concise. <laughs> um, so yeah, basically they remove the bottom of half of the table, and they do an ultrasound and your tummy, and then they confirm your name and date of birth, like, three or four times in the process, because they need to check it against the embryo, mm. because they don't want to put the wrong embryo on. No. That's bad. It's happened in the United States, and it's bad. <gasps> you don't want to well, put, they the wrong, put the wrong baby yeah, in you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a good thing. Um, I think it happened in the States, and legally the baby ended up going to the biological parents, not the person who would carried it and birthed it. It was really, really messy. Oh, no. So they check, like, 50 million times yeah. to the point where you're like, I frickin' told you, but you kind of get it because you're like, I want my baby put back in me. Yeah. yeah. Don't give me anyone else's baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they do that, and then they load it, and they put it in, and you get given a little ultrasound with... I've got a picture of it, actually. Um, you get a, given a little ultrasound. You can't see anything other than, like, a little... White bubble. Um, so they give you... You walk out holding this little... So they give you a picture of your embryo. So oh, that's my yeah. fin. <laughs> um, that's, that's the one that took? That's my one that took. Wow. And then they, you walk out with this. So this little white bubble here was behind the embryo. Oh. Um... So yeah, you walk out with that, and you go home, and that's the way it is. So did you get those the other two times yes. as well? And I have pictures of all of my embryos. Right. I try not to look at them, because they make me a bit sad sometimes. Yeah, but, fair enough. Um, like, that post, like I said, is on Instagram, and I posted it this year on the one year anniversary of when Flynn went in. And yeah. I sort of said, like, it's great, but it's also a bit bittersweet, because I had two before you that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, But it, we try and think of it as it's just what it was meant to be. Yeah. yeah. We got a beautiful, very healthy little boy out of it, so... Yeah. Yeah. It was hopeful. Got to focus on the positive. Yeah, it's too hard. So, yeah, that was the 1st of August, and then you go home, and they tell you don't take a pregnancy test. Oh. They tell you not to do it. I didn't follow those instructions this time. <gasps> did you do it? I did. <gasps> um, so... So you followed those instructions the first time, though? I did the first two times, and I didn't test, and then I got nothing, mm-hmm. and so this time I was like screw you, I'm going to do what I want to do. <laughs> um, Mainly because I didn't want to set myself up again for like that huge fall on that day, and so I took a pregnancy. T- so why did
0: they tell you not to take one?
2: Um, because when you do IVF, the trigger injection they give you can, when you do a fresh transfer, can show a f- uh, positive even when it's not. Yes, oh. that makes sense. And so yeah. they don't want you to like get your hopes up and so be like, I'm pregnant, and then they'll be like, Yes, yeah, so that's about it. No, you're not. Because yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that would suck. But with uh, the one that talk with Flynn yeah. you hadn't
0: you were they were frozen it was it was frozen. he was
2: frozen yeah because they couldn't do a fresh transfer so I was like mm, I'm gonna try it yeah um so I did a pregnancy test on the 6th so that's five days after he got put in and I had a very faint positive so you can kind of see there's oh, two lines there yeah. um and I was really excited my husband's like don't get your hopes up yeah oh, god imagine
1: um, and then because when do they start
2: Taking the blood test. Um, so they did the blood test on August the eleventh. Okay, so it's ten so days it's, after. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, in it was oh, a sun so t- taken then, and you had to wait like yeah. five, five days. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I think can't I, believe you did that to yourself. I don't know if I. I could. think I took a few more in between there, and they right, kind of okay. kept getting more and more. Like I've got one, another one that I did where I you can see like oh it's, yeah, it's yeah. very getting clearly stronger. getting stronger and stronger. Um. So you do a. They do a blood test, and they called me, and it was a Sunday. I remember we were watching a dumbass YouTube video. And it was forever, like, stuck in my mind when we were watching a stupid YouTube video. And they called me, and they're like, yeah, so the embryo's taken, you're pregnant. Yeah. Um. And I remember saying to the nurse, thank you, and she was like, okay. It's not like she did anything. She was just telling me. Um. And, yeah, and then I told Matt, and we were really excited. But you try not to get your hopes up, because you have to... Because it's very common in IVF to get chemical pregnancies. Mm. So at this point you get told you're pregnant and then basically your body realised that there was something there kind of said, yeah, you yeah, were yeah, we're pregnant and then it wasn't and oh. it just, it goes. Oh, so you're gosh. like excited because this is as far as we'd ever got before. Yeah. But you don't want to get your hopes up too much because... It could not work.
1: How long do you have to wait until you know? Definitely, so
2: you do that blood test, and then three days later you do another blood test mm-hmm. um, to see if their levels have doubled. Mine didn't. Um, so they basically said to me, "It's not looking great. Um, oh. the levels didn't double. Oh my We're going to do another blood <laughs> test in two days, and we'll see how it goes. Um, but it it may just not work out and I was like, oh, okay, cool. So you you're kind of a bit gutted but you like, Oh maybe it'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. And you're so still like, holding out home. I spent forever like googling and all of that sort of stuff, being like, Maybe it's okay. Maybe yeah. it's all right. Da 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 Um and then my next one I had my next one and they called me and it had like tripled. Uh, and I was like, Yes. Thanks <laughs> goodness. Um and then that weekend I started bleeding. Which is really scary. That's terrifying. It's awful, yeah.
1: Okay. Do they warn you? No.
2: Yeah, like this is like I'm like emotionally no. like going up and down with you here. This what? Um, it was only a little bit of bleeding. It was a bit of spotting, and it was a bit scary. What they don't tell you is bleeding's very common right. in the first trimester. Um, I think out of like five people I know that have had babies recently, three, and including myself, have had bleeding in the first trimester. On and, and they off. weren't like. Not all of those were IVF. They were, no, they, they were just natural pregnancies right. as well um so had a still, little, still scary though. still scary they sent me for another blood test levels were fine um so i keep going they booked a scan and and matt was supposed to be going away on corporal's promotion um oh, yeah. and so they booked the scan for the monday when i was meant to go and i was like can we do it the friday before and they were like okay um so they booked the scan and then the saturday before i was meant to be going out for coffee and i was in the shower and matt's like you're bleeding and it was like Massive amounts of blood, like dripping down my leg. What well, seemed like massive amounts yeah, of blood. Yeah, well, you're I mean. in the shower, and so lots of blood coming out, and I freaked and was like, it's, "He's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Like, I'm it's over." And so you call them again, and you're like, "I'm really bleeding," and they're like, "Okay, um, they're like, we'll send you for a blood test tomorrow." And I was like, "Okay." Did the blood test the next day. Took the day off work, because so I was like, I can't. No. And I was like, there's, there's like... no freaking way. Yeah. And so I stayed at home, and I played video games, I think, to try and like, keep my mind. Because yeah. you need to keep busy, because otherwise you fixate. And they called me, and they're like, no, no, it's fine. And I remember like being on the phone, like shaking, being like, are you sure? And they're like, no, no, it's fine. And I was like, no. Nah. And I called Matt, and I'm like still shaking. Yeah, you're like, I don't trust you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so that was a bit of a, it's sort of an up and down of like, yeah. We we were pregnant, then we were, like, bleeding, then we this and that. And so it was very, like, up and down. So it's quite scary. And you're still happy, but you don't want your hopes up. Because yeah. it's, you're still not at that point where they're viable. Yeah. Like, lots of pregnancies end in the sort of six to eight weeks range. That's where lots of lots end. Mm. So it's sort of, you very, like, okay, this could still all end in tears. Yeah. And so we had the first scan, and we went in. I've got that one on my phone as well. Um, and that was on, So I've got photos of all of them, 30th of August, we had the first scan, and they dated it at, how many weeks was he? I think six and a bit weeks. Um, because the day that they tell you you're pregnant, you're four weeks pregnant, regardless of the fact it was only ten days since they put the embryo in.
1: I know, the way they date pregnancies is so Yeah, it's super weird.
2: Um, so I was... Six and a half weeks pregnant when I had my scan, but it was the end of August, so it had actually only been like four weeks. Yeah. Um, so when and they do that for everyone, don't they? Yeah. Because like that dating, yeah, yeah, yeah. So because mine's my pregnancy was way more accurate than most people's because yeah. I'm like I know exactly what day I got pregnant. Yeah. Most people are like oh, I might have been this day. Yeah. I'm like no, you went in this day yeah. at this time. I can tell you the exact second yeah. he went in. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah so we went to the scan and they showed you it's like it was a tiny little bean and he had a heartbeat and i think i bawled my eyes out (laughs) um and that again was a transvaginal ultrasound because he was too small to see because it was Uh, so small so basically all they're looking for at that one is that there's a gestational sac so it's like a little blob Mm -hmm. you can't see it very well but (laughs) um that's the little pink line Uh, is him uh, yeah um, so they look for this little sack and he had a heartbeat and that was, like, amazing. And then they're like, cool, we'll see you later. Um, <laughs> so Carry they on. they sent me away and then Matt went away for ages and then I think we told, I think we, it might have been actually after that that we started having the bleeding. I can't remember my timelines a little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, but I remember we told my parents and Matt's parents, and Matt's parents were in Canada at the time, so it's super awkward, mm. um, but we called to tell them, because we were worried, we'd had the scare about maybe losing the baby, and we didn't want to have lost the baby and not told anyone mm. that it was there, Yeah, because that would suck, and they had yeah. to be after the thing, to be like, we were pregnant, but now we're not, and yeah. we thought that would really suck, because they were going to be first time grandparents, and it was pretty exciting for us and they all knew what we were doing roughly
0: yeah
2: um so we did that and then he went away and then so my mum came for the next scan which was done nine and a bit weeks um and we got a video and you could like hear his heart beating and it was really strong and basically the doctor said to me at that point um we had a 95 percent chance of having a viable pregnancy which is basically as much as any doctor will give right, you right okay um so it- Basically gives you the same chance as most people get a 12-week scan. Right, okay. Um, Because I was IVF, I got lots of early pregnancy care, where they I got extra scans, because they want to make sure that you're all good. Yeah, well, you're, pa- well, the, you're not paying, you weren't paying it, that. But lots of people are. But lots of people yeah. are, yeah. Um, and so at that point, my fertility doctor's like, cool, I'm done with you, bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I got handed off to normal pregnancy care, and yeah, and so that was basically it. Wow. Um, I was pregnant, and they handed me off, and I got a midwife, and had my 12-week scan, and he was all healthy, not that we knew he was a boy, my husband thought he saw something nice, yeah. <laughs> Matt, Matt reckons he knew he was a boy from 12 weeks, yeah. um, and then, yeah,
0: basically, being better, basically, every day, being every day, better, Give it your best, basically, got days Give it your best, basically, got days, got it best, got I have a quick question. Oh, we're going to do that? No, cool. just right, like right now. Oh, right now. <laughs> What's freaka? Because uh,
1: it's I've a got freaka
0: in my salad tonight and I have no idea what Oh, it it's is.
1: delicious. It's a grain. It's okay. good because when you're cooking it, you can get your... Freaka. <laughs> <laughs> we made many puns when we had freaka the other day. A lot night. of songs were saying, well, cooking freaka. <laughs> <laughs> you get on? your freaka yeah. Get okay, your freaka on. you've got to be like, get your freaka